This story begins in the swamps of the Niger Delta, an oil-rich region of West Africa, where a 68-year-old Texan named Macon Hawkins worked on a drilling platform for Shell Oil. He was busy minding his own business, working for the man, when a rebel insurgency decided to strike. Without warning, Macon's platform was surrounded by armed men. I saw these boats with all the red flags and all of that, and that was strange for the area. So I knew right away that uh, that was the uh, rebels. But everybody uh, over there had an AK-47. So they were firing those automatic rifles and kind of made you step lively. They, they came aboard, and the first place they came was the office. And I was in there trying to call our home base and explain that we were, looks like, going to be taken over with all of the gunfire and all that, so. And the rebels came and got you? Yeah. I've seen enough Western movies to put my hands up. <laughs> <laughs> Macon and the eight other hostages climbed onto the rebel speedboat under a barrage of bullets. We were being shot at, so I ducked down just to keep my head getting blowed off. Then we took off for the rebels' uh, camp. They had huge motors on them, uh, around 500 horsepower. When they took off, well, they, they took off like lightning, you know. The boat sped past the Chevron platform past the shell platform, past the riverside villages, and deep into the Niger Delta. This was not friendly territory for a foreigner working on an oil platform. And they pulled up to a dock, told us all to get off. We were robbed. They got my wallet and they took all the money out of it. They told us who they were. They belonged to the MEND organization. MEND is the notorious movement for the emancipation of the Nigerian Delta. MEND rebels say the people of Nigeria don't see any of the rewards from Nigerian oil drilling in their own territory. They just get a landscape decimated by oil extraction. They told Macon that they were going to do whatever it took to get their fair share. They wanted the money for the sale of the crude split up. The, all the money went to the government. They were going to uh, demand a certain part of that money. And so they held Macon and the others for all the world to watch. Kidnap, robbery, just some of the methods used by MEND fighters. The, the movement for the emancipation of the Niger has kidnapped foreign workers. Sprayed the platform with machine gunfire. Militants attack pipelines and terminals in Nigeria. Nigerian militants have attacked yet another pipeline in the oil-rich country. The conditions were comparable to uh, maybe a deer hunt, you know, out in the woods. We ordered our own food, and I'd ordered things that were in a can because I did not want to get our people sick, you know, like sardines and, and uh, wieners. And so they would give you whatever you asked for? More or less. That's right. I mean, you know, I knew better to order caviar and such stuff as that. Macon and the other hostages sat around the camp with the rebels, eating their canned hot dogs and discussing politics, work, and money. And the more time they spent with this Texan, this Macon, the more fond the rebels became of them. We would chat them up. They talked about the poor and, and this, that, and the other. Uh, 
about their people. Of course, uh, you know, it was obvious none of the houses had floors. They were just dirt, no electricity, no, no running water. And that was some things that mainly that they wanted. They wanted uh, running water. They wanted electricity. They didn't want to drink out of those rivers. Did the thought of how the oil proceeds were distributed ever occurred to you very much? Was this something that you thought, well, this is unfair or this is wrong or anything like that? To be honest, after, you know, looking at their villages, their people, somebody needs to help them. Or, you know, they should, rightfully, they should get some money or electricity. They had plenty of gas. You know, they wouldn't have any uh, problem generating some electricity. You know, they were getting nothing out of it. And, uh, and that's why they were taking hostages and all that. In other words, Megan kind of thought they had a point, And his sympathies were quickly becoming clear to the entire world. I was kind of singled out uh, as the spokesman. After a press conference staged by the Mend Rebels, the Washington Post published an article entitled Nigerians Make Demands with Hostages Support. But Macon's fellow captives were getting wary of his embrace of the rebels. There was a lot of people, uh, mostly... uh, the other uh, the hostages kind of accused me of uh, siding in with the uh, the villagers, and you know I was uh, kind of taken up for them. But you know you can't help. I mean, <laughs> uh, white is white and black is black. You see those little kids running around naked with no clothes on, and uh, you gotta have some feelings for those people. I had to be careful as a spokesman. I didn't want to. Uh, make anybody angry, even her own, her own hostages. Before he knew it, Macon was creeping up on his 69th birthday. The rebels knew it too, and as a favorite hostage, they wanted to give him something a little special, a little birthday present. They wanted to know if I wanted a, uh, a girl, and I said no. I don't want no girl. They were offering you a woman, a prostitute, for your birthday? Yeah, that's that's what they were getting at. And um, and you're the captive. Yeah. When they're busy offering you women and other gifts, is this aggravating the animosity between yourself and your fellow captives? Well, it could be, but you know, I didn't uh, I didn't want to. Uh, caused any friction between me and my boys. I kind of knew where to, where to stop. They said, well, what do you want? I told them that I don't like this business. Uh, you know, I want to be free. I want to be free to move, uh, free to travel, free to talk and everything else. So they, they understood. They did understand. And on the morning of his birthday, one of Macon's closest allies, the rebel's head cook, told Macon a secret. Yeah, the old, old chief eased up to me and he said, uh, Mr. Hawkins, uh, you're going to be released after lunch. I said, well, look, what about the rest of my friends? Oh, that'll be later on in the evening. In the movie version of this, you would stay there and say, no, 
Not until my friends are released am I going to be released as well. Did that ever occur to you? No, I believed him. Of course, that was not the fact. Uh, the fact was they kept three for about six more weeks. So it was really an eye-opener for me. It kind of woke me up, you know, to where I was at and what I was doing and, and the problems that they had in Nigeria. But Macon is still an oil man, laying pipelines from Indonesia to the Caribbean. And so while the ordeal didn't change his career, it may very well have changed his perspective. Would you ever return to this area again to work? They told me not to come back. I did go back. Did you look at the people any differently when you returned? I sure did, uh, because I knew that so many of that group I was looking at were rebels. And I, I tried to be as nice and pleasant to all of them as I could. All right. Um, thanks, Macon. Thanks a lot for that. Um, stay out of trouble. Stay away from them rebels. Here I am at the gas station. I better just fill it up. What do you say, Macon? <laughs> hope, it doesn't, hope this doesn't come back to bite you the behind there, Macon. Thanks a lot. Happy motoring. This story was produced by our own Miss Anna Sussman. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.